No beer to pop, but we're back with another episode. Uh, wish I had a beer, but I don't because it's two o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday. Um, yeah, definitely wish I had one, though. It feels odd to record one of these podcasts without at least one or two. Um, we also have a new intro song because Aries released all of his music to be used by content creators and everything like that. Um, I did. I am going to use that song that I sent you. I don't know if I'm going to keep it or switch it up to something else. It's the one he just came out with. It's been going around the internet, everything like that. Um, I don't know. I like it. The problem is, I think, well, like his, uh, he's got two albums. Everything from the first album is good. And then his latest single that he put out is good. But that middle album you can use, but you can't monetize. So if I wanted to monetize the podcast in the future, it's like all the episodes that had any of those songs from his second album on it would, you know, wouldn't be able to monetize them. So wait, wait, are you telling me the podcast doesn't make money? Shit, I wish it did. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, I fucking wish it did. (laughs) It'd be great. Oh, it'd be the best thing in the world if it did. But no, this, this is, um, yeah, no, this is all, this is just Pro all free. Bono. I'm giving it this to you for free. fucking free. You know, yeah. this is the best high quality free podcast you got. So, um, no, but maybe in the future, which is why I'm not going to use any songs from that second album. Also, a lot of his music is not. You know, he doesn't exactly make happy-go-lucky, upbeat music, Um, which is, you kind of, I I feel like for a podcast intro, you kind of want something more upbeat. So that's kind of why I I went with his most latest single. Um, Probably a lot of my favorite songs of his are from that first album, but like they're not, you know, they're kind of, they're slower, a little more dark and depressing. So... I don't know. Fucking we'll see. We will see. I might use a different intro song for like these episodes and then episodes I have guests on. I've not decided yet, but we will see. Um, also, any music he puts out in the future will be good to go. So I don't know if he's looking at putting anything else out anytime soon. Um, I'll have to wait on that. Be cool to have him on the podcast. You know, I think that would be interesting. I appreciate people who want to share their work like that, you know, let other people make, let other creators create with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, Keeps me from having to use that same copyright free generic beat that I was using. Although I did like it. Um, I liked it well enough. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I mean, we've talked about it before, but there was a, like a really, really stupid, expensive cat litter box. It's like, it's like 700, 800 bucks. And they, they were doing ads for it online and shit. And it had my intro song playing in the ad. And I was like, what the hell? Caught me by surprise. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever heard that song play somewhere else. So 
kind of threw me for a loop. But uh, I do think this podcast is better than an $800 cat litter box. You know, so I, I think I was definitely making better use of the song. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's paying $800 for a fucking litter box, but. I don't know. You don't You don't have cats. That cat litter box might be a good deal. Shit, not for 800 bucks, it ain't. <laughs> I can think of a million things I'd rather spend 800 bucks on. Fucking cat litter box. It's just for holding shit. It's all that thing's for. It's yeah. like shitting on a gold toilet. Yeah. It's a fancy Speaking shit of which, speaking of which, if not just to give us a transition with the gold toilet, if you wanted to go the direct, well, you want to talk about the playoffs, you want to talk about the town hall, you want to talk about what else we got? Um, Fights. We got all kinds of shit to discuss. I mean, I wish I remembered a little bit more from the town hall because I was kind of, I was, I was listening to it, but I, I was doing other stuff too. Um, you know, it was, uh, it, it was very Trumpy. <laughs> it was very. You know, you're tuning into that town hall to get some, uh, you know, to get some Trump one-liners, some Trump highlights. I mean, you definitely got you some of that. Oh, yeah. You even got the the CNN with the Caitlin Collins getting all panicky and everything. Just, you know. But that's, that's I feel like this. it's just more of the same. But if you don't want more of the same, there's someone else who's about to announce. It's yeah. A, Ron DeSantis, yeah, Ron DeSantis from down in Florida. Uh, been up in Iowa this week. He has, yeah. He's uh he's been making the rounds. He's been there before. He's been up to New Hampshire doing stuff. He's that's what I'm hearing anyway. Uh I'm hearing that he's he's looking at getting ready to announce um sometime soon anyway. I don't know when, but I read an article, I think I sent it to you. Something about like his team is moving into a bigger office and it's going to cost them like a couple, couple thousand bucks. And it's going to be a big enough expense to where they'll need to like file a report or something like that. I don't know. I don't know exactly. I don't remember all the fucking details, but like, you know, if he had to file a report with the FEC, it would, you know, it would be an unofficial announcement that he's running for president. Um, but I, I, I do wonder if he'll give us an official one, like within the next couple of weeks. He has been doing all the things you would expect somebody who's running for president to do. Other than announce. I think it's coming. I think I read later this month, but it, I think it has to be it has to be pretty soon in June. Is, June's like a, some kind of filing deadline for some campaign finance. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the. Yeah, I'm Second pretty quarter, sure that's the, yeah, it's the end of the quarter. Start. So, yeah, I mean, I think he would have to make his first filing then if he was going to run. So, might get a might get a DeSantis announcement, which would be something. Uh, it would change the game. <laughs> it would. It would. Yeah. I mean, he. You know. Uh, well, he he would be better than Trump. So, if you're looking. For a Republican alternative, you could definitely go that route. Um, I don't know. I prefer my libertarian friends that I've had on the podcast. But, yeah, no, I mean, if you're a Republican voter and you want to vote for someone other than Trump, you do have some options. You know, like it's 
I don't know. It, it's shaping up to be a, a decent, decent field. We've had a few more people declare than I than I thought we're going to. Um, you know, like Tim Scott. I don't know that a couple months ago I would have ever thought that Tim Scott was going to run. I heard it just in passing for years now, but you never thought that it was going to become anything, which I still don't know if it will. It is going to be interesting to see the whole debate again, just see if that even happens. But I have, I have a feeling it will. I have a feeling like if there's anything that, like, uh, first off, I don't want any of these motherfucking clowns to win. I'm also pulling for the libertarian candidate. So, well, I guess I say that now, right now one of the podcast guests would get my vote before any of these other fuckers. But, you know, we ain't there yet. So, uh, yeah, no. It's just going to be interesting to see. I think I think Trump enjoyed, you know, 2015 just kind of – his momentum's gone, so he needs to get that shit back. And I think debates are something that did get people excited. Yeah. Yeah. The rally in Iowa, he canceled or whatever because it had like nobody there or something. You know, you hear that, you hear, oh, the weather, fucking tornado warning or watch. That ain't shit, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I've heard both. I was like, ah, you know, it was the weather, it was a poor turnout. I don't know. You do expect Trump would be able to do better than a 300 person event in Iowa, though. You know, you just, I mean, you know, now some of these other candidates running would love to have 300 people at their event, but Trump, you expect to have a bigger, a bigger thing. Because I don't know where the event was. It's not like Iowa has a whole lot of massive cities in it, <laughs> you know. But still, like it's it's Trump. He's the former president. You would expect him to to be able to get a pretty big audience. Sure. Um, I know DeSantis has been up there, and he he's had some decent. Yeah, he's had some decent crowds come out for him. It'd be interesting. I mean, that's the matchup everyone wants to see. Like, all these other candidates are, you know, whatever. But, like, everyone wants to see Trump versus DeSantis. Everybody that's, else that's what is everyone just, wants. Everybody else is playing. They're pulling the Kamala card. They're just playing for fucking second place. They're going to bow out real quick so they don't get too much blood drawn, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, you know, fucking Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. Aza Hutchinson, not bad, not bad VP candidates. No, you know? none of them are bad. They, they, I, I feel like, well, at least Haley and Scott, they've both been talked about before as potential VP candidates, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I could easily see one of them, one of them ending up on the ticket. I, I don't think that's out of the question at all. Who, who else is possibly, Glenn Youngkin said he's not, not doing it this year. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is a good move. Very good move. Um, there's something about, I forget who it was. It might have been Chris Christie, of all people, who is also considering a run for president again. Um, but I think he talked about one time, like, missing your moment. You know, because he, he, he was a popular governor at one point in time, which is kind of hard to believe now after everything that happened with him in, in New Jersey. But... Um, you know, a lot of people felt like he should have ran for president earlier than he did, and he would have had a lot more success. And so there's a lot of these candidates like DeSantis, like Glenn Youngkin, who are kind of, you know, I mean, 
I, you know, I mean, I would, I would already say DeSantis is a star in the Republican Party. I guess you could say Youngkin's kind of more of a rising star. I feel like you know, way less people know who he is, but he's still he's still pretty notable. Um, I don't know. It's like, do you run now and risk just getting dog walked by Trump or do you wait for 2028 when, you know, Trump's not going to be a factor, whether he wins or loses this time around in 2028, you know? If he if he wins, he can't run again. And if he loses, there's no he has no shot. You know, you don't lose two presidential elections and come back and run again, especially at his age. He would be. Ancient. Oh, yeah. He's he's too old for this shit. <laughs> he, this he is, would this be. is his last go around. This is it. This is it. So, you know, if you're I mean, yeah, if, if you're DeSantis or Youngkin, like, do you do you run now and potentially potentially just get smoked? Which I mean, I'm I'm not convinced DeSantis w- wouldn't get smoked. You know, I think he's got a better shot than anyone else. But you know, you have all these other candidates that are splitting up the anti-Trump vote. You know, because like Trump supporters are going to vote for him. They're not going anywhere. You know, they're not even looking at anyone else. But you know, you have, you know, if you have like Nikki Haley taking up a couple percentage points, and you have Tim Scott taking up a couple percentage points, and Asia Hutchinson taking up a couple percentage points. I mean, how much of the vote does that leave for DeSantis to even get, assuming that they even pick him? You know, I just, I don't know. And then how bad does losing a Republican primary look for a guy like DeSantis who, you know, if he doesn't win it this time, I mean, he's got to look at 2028. Yeah. 2028 is interesting. It's like... If he doesn't, if Trump gets it, Trump wins it or doesn't win it, 2028 is going to be wide open with, well, I don't know. It, I guess it depends on, if, if DeSantis gets it, do, do, is there any scenario, do you think, where DeSantis gets it and then loses the general? No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean... Uh, you know, <laughs> I guess 2024 is, you know, long ways away. But, man, I, I don't know. I can't really see DeSantis losing to Biden. I just can't see it. I mean, you know, the media hates him quite a bit, but I don't think the general public hates him all that much, especially in these more moderate states that really decide the presidential election. You know? Like people in Pennsylvania and Michigan don't feel the same way about DeSantis that voters in like New York and California do. You know, I think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Losing, if, if DeSantis did lose to Joe Biden, though, I think that would be a pretty devastating blow to his, you know, anything he's got going on in the future. If DeSantis loses to Joe Biden, 2028 is going to be. It's fucking Glenn Youngkin, or I don't even know. I, w- I was trying to think of who even is an option in 2028. It's a hard thing to predict. Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, you might get a guy like Tim Scott to run again. Um, he is an announcement, right. but he does have an announcement coming up in like a week. He, like, he is yeah. running. He's, he's like formed a thing. He, he's for sure running. Uh, I don't know who who else do they have. 
I guess Nikki Haley could run again. She doesn't have anything going on. Uh, uh, Mike Pence. Would, uh, Bill Mike Lee Pence. would be interesting. Uh, we, we still don't know what Pence is going to do this year. Oh, Mike Pompeo. Been He'd make Mike a run Pompeo at he's, he's, he's pretty young, I think, still. He's, he's young enough to run in 28. I know he said he's not running this time around, but he, he could run in 28. There's also probably some other celebrity that Republicans would run. There's all, you know, that did work out for a little bit. I don't know if there's another celebrity that carries the weight that Donald Trump carried. <laughs> Somebody like Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, like Kid Rock doing it'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know who it would be. I don't know any big... Big Republican, well, like celebrities that are on the same level as Trump. Like Kid Rock is, you know, like that would be funny, but he's not nearly. No, know, he's not like no, Trump. Obviously level. not. No, <laughs> not even close. But still, no, <laughs> Trump had like generations of being a fucking. Maybe that that guy off a of Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary or whatever. And he hit a guy with a boat. <laughs> Damn, did he? Uh, he, had, he? He killed a guy. Yeah. Oh no, he killed a guy. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Shit. No. I didn't I know that. that. I'm not. Damn. I think that. I think. Damn, Andy, Kevin. All, all part. All parties were drunk. I'm pretty sure. He's ass. He's fucking. Hope he doesn't listen to this. He'll try to fucking sue me. Holy no. shit. Fuck. Damn. I didn't know that. I, I fucking had no idea. I don't really know anything about the guy other than he's on Shark Tank. Damn, son. Yeah, that's no good. That that does kind of, you know, I think that probably kills any presidential aspirations you might have. Damn. Yeah. Well, no, that's, I don't know. There's, there's been, for sure been presidents who have killed some people before. Candidates, anyways. Shit. Fucking. I mean, you know. It might be active. The past fucking several presidents have for sure killed fucking Had Somebody killed. I don't know if that's true. Fucking. I don't know. Obama. Uh, killed, he killed a lot of people with some drones. He did do but that. That's, 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 I guess we don't, we don't have to go down all that rabbit hole. But, you know, that's part of being president, you know. Yeah. Comes with the job. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who could run in 2028. I really don't. Other than, like, you know, some of the names we've already mentioned. I don't know. There's not, there's not a whole lot of big Republican governors or senators that are really making big moves right now. Uh, not not in a way that I could like seriously see them, like maybe get the nomination. I mean, right now, I'm well. There's a lot of time between now and then, too. You know, so there, I mean, there's no telling how the political scene's going to change over the next couple of years. But I mean, right now, I feel like your money's got to be on DeSantis or or Youngkin. Um, and they're not bad. You know, they're better than a lot of, you know, a lot of candidates mm-hmm. the Republicans could put forward. The Democrats are going to have a similar thing in 2028 that they had in 2020. You know, it's There's going to be like there's going to be like 40 people run. I don't know who those 40 people are going to be, but you know, it's going to be a madhouse. It's crazy that they're still they're they're going to run Biden again. I guess <coughs> his record is what it is. You know, like it is something you two run on. 
Yeah. Oh, he, he, I mean, he's, he said he's going to announce a million times, you know, but I, I guess he does have a formal announcement to make at some point. Has he already Biden, made that announcement? I think, yeah, he made it. He did like a video thing like a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, but he's for sure going to, you know, <laughs> no, yeah, he, there he was never any question. It. He, um, he doesn't remember doing that shit and he'll be doing another one for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, Kamala is definitely going to run in 2028. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, if you were going to look at somebody who might be a front runner for the Democratic nomination, I mean, she's definitely going to run. I don't think she sucks. She sucks bad. <laughs> God damn, I'll stop coughing on the fucking podcast. I'll start muting myself in a second. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I'll tell you somebody I would like to see run in 2028 would be uh, Jared Polis in Colorado. Uh, I like him quite a bit. I think policy-wise, he's probably the best that Democrats have to offer. You know, he's got a good libertarian streak in him. Uh, I think he's a sensible, moderate, democratic type. Um, he came out early on the COVID nonsense. You know, he came out early. He was like, we're not... We're not doing a lot of this shit. It's like we're done with that. Um, he's pretty cool. I like him. Pete Buttigieg is going to run in twenty twenty eight too. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, he shouldn't, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't fucking need to. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be less popular than he was in fucking twenty twenty. But terrible transportation secretary you never see anything good about him in the news like any headline regarding pete Buttigieg is always negative what's the last good thing you don't see nothing good about our transportation in this country there's nothing good like oh electric cars fucking expensive fuck it well i don't know no tesla's fucking those are coming down a little bit fucking uh no charging stations fucking trains off the tracks fucking planes delayed you know like fucking we're just just like l after l fucking cruise ships have covid on them yeah, it's like, have, have you done any traveling in the United States in the past couple of years? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Going to the airport sucks. Gas expensive as fuck. You know, outrageous. It's coming down a little bit some places sometimes. It still kills me every time I fill up my car and I drive a sensible car. Yeah, you I know? did see it two six. I saw it for like two sixty four the other day, and that's the cheapest I've seen it Damn. since like, like. I don't know. It was down at that low, like last December, maybe middle of the month, but not really. Fucking shit! It's still over three bucks where I am. It's terrible. Yeah, most shit I see is three, three fifty, somewhere in that range. Yeah, and I have like a small car. You know, like if you've got a big, big truck, having to you fill do, up your truck you, every week. You do work that requires you to fill up fucking engines small gas engines you mow grass or something like that oh yeah it's fucking expensive everything bills are going up everybody around in your truck you know for work you gotta fill that thing up you might you fill that thing up like at least twice a week it's killing you it's uh, a lot of, yeah. it's a lot of money just in fuel that fucking sucks yeah it makes you not want to drive anywhere that's for sure um yeah no yeah, oh. I do remember that from this one thing. I remember from the Trump town hall. He was like, 
what do you say, drill, baby, drill? Yeah, I know if you heard that part, it was so stupid, but fucking, he's right. Let's let's do it. Yeah, now, uh, oh, yeah, twenty twenty four already kind of sucks as far as the presidential election goes. I don't know that twenty twenty eight will be any better. It'll be different. Will it be better? I don't know about all that. I just don't know. We're quite a bit of quite a bit away from it. There's a lot that could change between now and then. Uh, Gavin Newsom is probably going to run in 2028. He's he's a I don't like him or anything like that, but he does seem like a guy who could uh, pull together enough votes to do something serious. Maybe if he runs, he's got like he's like like. Kamala get better get ready to be a VP again, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that's the thing. I I don't know that. Yeah, she might not. You know, if it's between her and Newsom, it's like she might not win her own state. And that's embarrassing. You don't want to lose your own state. He also might be one of those guys that people just fucking are gonna hate. Just be like, no, get his ass out of here. You know how Democrats are. They fucking. <sighs> I think a fair amount of Democrats like him, but like there's a lot of people that don't like his ass because of all the stuff you see coming out of California. You know, like every every video that gets played on the news of people robbing a store in California, you know, that's just X amount of votes just being pulled away from Gavin Newsom when he does eventually run. You could play a three minute fucking you could play a fucking. 20 minute TV ad just of people fucking walking out of stores, like just walking out, not even stealing it, just walking out with piles of clothes. I saw oh, some yeah. today, just fucking, just fucking stealing, just walking in the dicks, taking fucking thousands of dollars of Nike shit. It's fucking, yeah. It's not good. No, I mean, well, there was, um, here in San Antonio, we, we had local elections, um, recently like the mayoral election and everything like that and there was a proposition on the ballot that had some and i mean san antonio is a fairly liberal city i guess it's not quite as liberal as like austin but it's it's pretty liberal um and they had a proposition on the ballot that would it would decriminalize weed abortion it would ban no-knock raids um but but also as a part of it is it would it would like decriminalize theft of up to 750 bucks. And it would, it would take some, some crimes now where police have, uh, you know, where police can either arrest you or, or cite you and release you. It would make, it would make, I forget how many different crimes, but it, it would make some of those crimes to where cops had to cite you and release you. Like they couldn't arrest you. Like all they could do is, you know, like give you a ticket. Um, and I like one of the laws that it would do that is like there there's some forms of assault, you know, that would become site and release situations. There 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 was other like theft things that would be site and release situations. It uh, it was you know not good. Um, and the campaign, you, you know, the the opposition campaign to that proposition around here, I saw a bunch of yard signs, you know, driving around. It was uh, "Don't San Francisco, my San Antonio," and that proposition, you know, which included things that I feel like a, a good majority of 
people in San Antonio support, like decriminalizing weed and abortion and all that stuff. It got defeated by like 70 something percent. Like over 70 percent of people voted no on that proposition because of the, you know, the site and release stuff that they had in there. Uh, so, you know, even a, a very liberal city like San Antonio still rejected a proposition like that because they see what's going on. I don't places. know who I don't know who pushed all this shit back whenever it got pushed like this change in the theft laws or what what group this is that's infiltrating fucking city councils and shit like that, but it's not fucking good, you know. Who's no. make who who's getting these decisions made? Who's who's even getting that shit on the ballot? I think it's just progressives, man. Just just progressive groups, progressive politicians, you know. They see it as like they, they try to frame it as like criminal justice, you know, like that. That's how they see it, and it's not that, <laughs> you know. Criminal justice is not allowing criminals to walk into a store and steal seven hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff with little to no consequence. That's not criminal justice. I mean, we could talk about we could talk about criminal justice and police reform and all that good stuff, but like, that's not what that is. There's lawlessness. It, it's causing stores to shut down. What was it? Walmart pulled out of some places in Chicago and other places. Portland I think. is shit. Yeah, there's a Portland bunch of- and San Francisco has had places pull out. It's like if you if <laughs> if you allow people to walk into a store and steal things with no consequence. Stores aren't going to want to be there. You know, it just it just makes sense. Shit, you get so tired of like you hear this. Oh, it's just fucking big corporations are mad at it because they're fucking they have all this big corporate, you know, all this money corporate. You know, this corporate is like fucking saying somebody's the devil. It's like fucking okay. Well, people's like retirements are put up in that shit that they worked for. It's like just because. You know, these people are just fucking ridiculous. These anti... I, I, I get the anti-Wall Street shit. I get all... There, there's a lot of corruption, but just a free market and all that shit, you know? That's nothing wrong with that. We need that to exist so you, we can have shit one day. And I also understand, you know, like... I, there's a part of me that really understands those people that wants to care, but they go way too far with it. Just like you listed all that shit on that fucking ballot measure or whatever it was. is like... Fucking okay, we're we're this is good. This is good. This is some fucking getting rid of some crony capitalism shit. You know, evening out some shit that needs evened out. But then it's like, but wait, we want to do this really stupid shit too. And I, you know, I, I also get you know the whole ask for more than you want. So you know, you 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 go in asking for you know trying to make the lowball offer on somebody or whatever, but. That's just stupid as fuck. Like, that's not going to work. You're going to make people hate you. You're going to associate yourself with real stupid things, like getting rid of the weed laws. That's a great thing. When you accompany it with something else, like, I don't even want to vote for your bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. That's, that's what it was. It's like there, there, there's some legitimately good stuff in this proposition. But then there's also <laughs> this really, really bad stuff that we just can't tolerate. It's like you don't think the people of San Antonio would love, you know, decriminalizing weed and abortion, banning no knock raise. Of course they would. 
yeah, like if you just had a proposition that said that, that probably would have passed with 70 some percent, you know, but you lumped in that other stuff with it that people just don't want to tolerate. And you get what you get, a resounding defeat. It was okay. I I get like if if there was like a bunch of instances of people like getting told like missing a bill and having it referred to as theft, and you're like, okay, well, you know, like give people a little bit of slack here on paying their shit. But like this is different. This is like like why who who wins there? Like oh, people are fucking stealing these fucking TVs so they can pay for dinner. It's like yeah, okay, fucking. So stupid. Yeah. I, I saw one video of a woman throwing the meat in the back of the fucking car the other day. It's like, I fucking, I even get that, you know? It's like, sister, if you had just snuck out with a ham under your fucking shirt, nobody would have said nothing. But you can't just take the whole basket. You can't take the whole fucking meat freezer full of shit. Yeah. At least she was Another, stealing food, though. You know, that's good. Yeah. It's like other people have to eat, too. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I did so see that she had like a cart full of meat, just like it's greed. Like, damn, settle down. It's like, wait a minute, man. Like, other people might want some of that too. You know, I don't want to walk into a store and just see the meat section empty. <laughs> you know, you're like, ah, what am I gonna have for dinner this week? Not meat. You know. This shit's ridiculous. Yeah. It's also, it's just, it's dangerous, man. Like you, you know, you're putting, I mean, you think about it on like a real base level, you know, like if you're an employee, you know, like in some, and people are coming into your store all the time, robbing stuff and and stealing stuff and you can't do nothing about it. Like, you know, then, well, then you have to deal with the, you know, the aftermath of that. I don't know exactly what that looks like. I'm sure you've got to, report that or do something, you know, that you know, a bunch of stuff has been stolen from you. You know, you got to clean up the place. Uh, it's dangerous. You know, you don't know, you know, those people coming in there like that. You don't know if any of them are armed or, you know, like if an employee did try to confront somebody stealing something, I mean, I mean, you don't want somebody to potentially get shot or anything like that. It just, it turns, it turns going to the grocery store or whatever store, you know, it, it turns going to those stores into a dangerous situation for everybody involved. I think the great solution is what, uh, like Amazon does now. They have those places set up and you just walk in, you pick shit up and it charges you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking, if you could set that up in a way and it's like you don't come into the store if you can't, you don't have the fucking card to get in. Yeah, that'd be interesting. How many of those stores they have, you know? I don't know that I've seen one personally. I don't know if they're like all over the place or, you know, anything like that. It's a neat idea. There's 23. Yeah, well, that that would explain why I've not seen one. Um, It's a lot. It actually says the technology is available in more than 50 Amazon stores and a dozen more than a dozen third-party customer stores. Oh, that's, that's cool. Good. Okay, that's that's as of August fourth, twenty twenty-two. April fourth, twenty twenty-three. You said there's twenty-three Amazon Go retail stores in the U.S. Oh, that's in the United States. Okay, fucking yeah, bitch, that ain't bad. All right, good job, Amazon. Good job, Bezos. 
that motherfucker, he's, he is like, he is, he is transcended God level and wealth and just ability to make shit happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't order from Amazon a whole lot every now and then, you know, I'll pick up something, but I, I don't order from there a whole lot. But I mean, I get it when people are like, well, I don't want to go to the store. You know, when I can just pick up a couple of things and have it shipped right to my house and not have to, you ain't even really got to lift a finger except to hit a couple buttons on your phone. You know, I get it. Hell, you ain't got to do that anymore. You can talk to your fucking little Alexa dot that they give away. Yeah. So you can fucking order more shit and they can listen in and, and order you shit faster. You've read yeah. the book, The Feed, you know, it's the same shit. Yeah, I, I still got one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was basically it. free. I never ordered it to fucking do shit like that with. Or to, I, I haven't used it to like order a fucking pizza or anything like that. No, no, I haven't either. Um, no, I pretty much just have mine read me the news. Yeah, that's actually it. And so I'll set an alarm every now and then. Uh, that's specifically is what they're for when you're cooking. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's pretty much what I use mine for. And they do like give it away. I think I got mine for like two bucks. Maybe yeah, even less. Yeah. I don't know. And they'll be like, you can, if you get another one for two bucks, we'll send you a fucking third one. So you're basically covering the fucking shipping. Yeah. They do bundle it in with some Amazon music that I had to go cancel immediately. You know, I was like, like, I'll get the. I'll get the thing for two bucks, but I don't. I don't need Amazon. Yeah, you know, shit. I'm it was good. worth it. Again, it's four more clicks, and you canceled it. You know. Yeah, yeah, real easy. Uh, yeah, I don't need Amazon Music though. I use Spotify like everybody else. Like a normal fucking human being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with any of those other platforms because uh, this podcast is available on all those other platforms. So, you know, wherever you listen, that's all good and fine. Uh, I think most people listen on Spotify, though, which makes sense. Um, Shit. Hell, we got a couple uh, more things to discuss. What else we got? We got these... Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about some well, NBA rankings, or you want to go to or yeah, some finals? Uh, no, we can do NBA. We've had, you know, well, well, we we know what the conference championships are going to look like. Uh, I think I did okay on my predictions, other than no, no, no. Actually, I did not. I went like I was like half right. I was right in the East, and I was wrong in the West. I think I I think I picked Phoenix over Denver and the Warriors over the Lakers. But I got the East right. I picked Miami over New York and Boston over Philly. I feel like those are pretty easy, though. The West is just more competitive, I feel like. You know, it's like all I think the... So. All the I, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like all the big teams that people really want to see, most of them are in the West. Um, I mean, it's been fun. I guess. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been, uh, you know, it's been some fun series. Uh, the Lakers and Memphis was fun. Sacramento and Golden State was fun. Uh, I thought Golden State would be a little better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's fucking yeah, just been, throw this in there. John's uh, a fucking idiot. John Morant, yeah. if you listen to this, you're a fucking idiot. 
But yeah, you know, every, every time he does something, I have people text me. They're like, what? Like I had a, yeah, I've had a couple of people text me. I had one last night, actually. It was just late at night. I got a text in. It was like, what is going on with John Morant? I'm like, well, he's a fucking idiot. He's <laughs> dumb. He's dumb. Like, yeah, no, he's uh, he's doing he's doing John Morant stuff. How, like, why do you want to be why do you want to be that guy, John? Like, you could be. He went from like greatness, like this guy is going to be the best player in the fucking NBA going forward, to like, just like a fucking embarrassment. It's like, just stop. Like, learn your lesson a little bit. And it's, it's not even cool shit. Like, you just look like a fucking poser. Just put the gun away. You look like you fucking, it's your first time touching a gun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like he just bought the gun and he wants to show it off, you know? It's like, dude, like, there's no need for any of that, man. Like, you, I mean, you want to have a gun, that's fine. But you don't need to be waving it around and showing it off on social media, waving it around, trying to be a gangster. You know, who, who are, so who are they going to trade him for? Is going to be the question. They're going to be like, "Oh, we got to get Ja out of fucking Memphis." Uh, His ass needs to go to like Utah or something. I don't. I don't want it anybody. I, yeah, I don't either. But, I would rather yeah. he just stop waving his gun around on social media. You know, and like you know, the thing in the strip club happened, and then he was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do better. I gotta be better for my team and my friends and my family and all this kind of stuff. And then he does it again. And uh, he, he had a gun on the team plane. No, he, wait, he had the gun in the strip club. That's right. Yeah. Wait, where, where do you have the gun the first time? Strip club. Yeah, it was a strip club. I can't remember. I thought I, I, I remember hearing them talk about they were looking into whether he had it on the team plane or not. I don't know. I don't know whatever came of that. But uh, I know now they're looking at like a, you know, they're, they're looking at like a serious suspension. Um, he's been suspended by the Grizzlies already, but they're looking at, you know, like a more long-term thing. Um, <laughs> I saw something, uh, I saw one tweet that was like, they're, they're currently investigating, they're, they're looking at a serious suspension if they determine it was in fact a gun that he had in the social media post or whatever. And uh, I it's think so we safely assume it was a gun. What the fuck else would it be? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was a toy that looked like a gun. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> it was a gun. And yeah, he was waving it around on social media. It's just dumb, man. It, it's a dumb thing to do. It's like you, you know, it's like you're a player that has like superstar level talent. And, you know, the Grizzlies have a decent thing going. You know, that, you know, they didn't make it that far in the playoffs this year, but they have like a good young squad. They're, you know, this is the best team that Memphis has had in a long time. Uh, you know, I feel like, you know, there are a lot of people from, you know, Tennessee and surrounding areas that like, that like want to root for the Grizzlies, but, you know, then Ja does some shit like this. And then Dylan Brooks doing all that weird shit he does think, I mean, you could, mm, I'm kind of glad he's gone, but I kind of fucking wish that we had a plan for now that he's gone, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really dislike him. It's just, you know, like if you're going to talk trash like that, you probably need to, you know, do a little better than they did. 
also like, hey, you know, you're talking trash to LeBron and shit. You know, what are you doing? You know, it's not like anybody is like, oh, you know, the, the LeBron and Dylan Brooks matchup is going to be competitive. You know, it's it's LeBron James you're talking shit to, man. Yeah, like then you just fucking chase him around for the rest of the series and just he just fucking embarrasses you every fucking game. Yeah, and he played poorly, you know, in those games like he just did. He's not a bad player. You know, I feel like because he did have those bad games in that series, people are like, oh, he's not any good. I, I mean, he's definitely good. But Him and Dwight Howard are going to be fucking tremendous together. Dude, they're going to kill it over there. They're going to kill gonna, it over there. I don't know who they're going to be playing, but they are going to demolish him. You know? I mean, nobody on Dwight. the opposing team is going to score. <laughs> who does Dwight play for? Uh, I, I don't know. See a shark? See a Shanghai shark? I think he might be. Let me see. Dwight Howard playing. No, he's a he's a leopard. Taoyuan leopard. Wait, what's the what's the city? Uh Taoyuan. No, pronunciation might be a little whatever. No, no, I think it's good. Oh, it's a Taiwanese team. It's not a Chinese team. We might want to clarify. You know, not to bring it back to politics, but just just for the record, <laughs> it's Wait. a Taiwanese team. Taiwan's part of China, isn't it? Uh, no. Well, yes. Is it is it the same thing as like fucking? Well, hmm. it is not. Yeah, I guess a part we should clarify. <laughs> it is not a part of China, although China would very much so like for it to be. I feel like it is a part of China, though. No, I realize that this is I realize that this is a big discussion happening in this world right now, but I feel like if you look at it from a fucking Chinese perspective, that do they play against Chinese teams? Um I don't know. It says they're in the T one league. I think it might just be all Taiwan teams. Really? That's interesting. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. I don't know. I wonder who else plays there. Dwight Howard got the All-Star Game MVP in whenever that was, which, you know, makes sense. Let me see. He scored 37 points. I want to know what it is actually. Hold on. I want to know how he did on the season over there. Maybe the season's still going on. I have no idea. The T1 League is composed of six teams. It is the third professional basketball league after the now defunct... Is that how you said that? D-E-F-U-N-C-T? Yeah. Okay. Chinese Basketball Alliance. And P League. Uh... Trying to find his stats. I can't. I can't uh, tell. Let me see. Let me see here. Looks it like looks he's like averaging twenty three points a game. Wait, is is? Uh. 
Taoyuan, T-A-O-Y-U-A-N. Is that in China? I'm looking. No, fucking. No. No, I think they have it all. They might have an actual all fucking Taiwanese league. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, that league definitely is. It's interesting. That's crazy. I was reading something the other day about, uh, or listening to something. There's like, there's a little island that's like considered part. Oh, yeah, right there. Uh, let me see a map of Taiwan. There's like a little island that's way closer to China than it is to Taiwan. Let me see. It will be part of China in about the next fucking five to a hundred years, I think is the timeline. You know, not if uh, Uncle Sam has anything to say about it. Yeah, I don't know what exactly the timeline is for all that. Is this a pro pro Taiwan show? It's pro democracy uh, show. I mean, I do we do we have a strong would, stance on this? Yeah, I mean, I would prefer that China leaves Taiwan alone. I would prefer that they mind their goddamn business and leave Taiwan alone. Obviously, as an American, but like, wait. Just it was fucking. Why is it that the whole like right side of Taiwan isn't occupied? Is it oh, is it just a big fucking national park? It's mountains and shit. That's kind of cool. I guess it's mountains. I don't know what it's this fucking. Oh yeah, that's mountains. That's dope. No, that's uh, no, that's kind of cool. <laughs> when you Google Taiwan, I went to pictures because I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see some pictures of Taiwan. Like the fourth picture is is Dwight Howard seeing an article hilarious. about him going to Taiwan. Uh, it's an article about said Dwight Howard sparks backlash in China after calling Taiwan a country. But, like, he plays in Taiwan. So, I don't think he really cares what what Chinese people think about him calling Taiwan a country. That's where he plays basketball. It's where he lives, at least part of the time. That's interesting that that's the fourth picture you get. It is, but also mine is. It's funny. Fucking see it. balling out of control over there. All-star MVP. That's so awesome. We get fucking. He's not pulling a fucking. Wasn't it Dennis Rodman that went to fucking North Korea? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. When you when you leave the NBA, you need to go to a fucking a pro Western country. Well, uh, I'd probably stay out of Russia. You know, if I yeah. was. You know, I probably wouldn't go play for a Russian team just based on. Why know. did Why did she go over there? Why did Brittany Griner go over there? Why? She, I, I, she was playing for a team over there. Oh, she was. Yeah. I thought she was still good, like in the U.S. 
Uh, no, she was playing for a team over there. I think she's back playing for a WNBA team, but she oh, was she playing was, for a Russian team. She was going to rejoin her professional team, UMMC Yekaterinburg. Fuck yeah, I'm glad we live in the USA. You don't have to say shit like that. Yeah, yeah, no, she was playing there, and, uh, you know, then all the stuff happened. So, would probably avoid playing in Russia. Imagine having to match up against Dwight Howard, though. Oh, some little fucking Taiwanese guy just getting demolished. Fucking. It's got to suck. It's got to suck can't be fun. I mean, it just can't be. Uh, let's see. So, you got any predictions for how these, these conference finals are going to go? Let me take a look. Uh, I got Miami and Boston and then Denver and L.A. I'd like to see L.A. and Boston in the finals. I don't, I don't know. I think the Celtics are going to beat the Heat. I think they're just better fucking and I think the Nuggets might beat the Lakers but I think the Lakers might be a more well-rounded team yeah I I think I mean LA and Boston would be cool you know just because of the franchise rivalry they've had all those years it'd be neat um I read something earlier that like, uh, like if, if the Lakers won the championship this year, like obviously LeBron would get a fifth ring. Um, it would make the Lakers, I think, the winningest franchise in terms of championships in the NBA. He broke Kareem's scoring record this year, and he's got the Last Dance producers or crew or whatever following him around, filming stuff. So, you know. It would be a pretty big thing for LeBron to come out on top, win everything. Uh, is he going to do it? I don't know. You don't think it makes him the GOAT? Um, no. I, don't, I mean, it helps. It makes the argument stronger, but I don't know. I don't think... I mean, the the Lakers overtaking the Celtics as, like, the winningest franchise with championships, I don't think, does anything for LeBron's legacy. Um, him passing Kareem in the scoring title situation, I, I mean, it's a neat thing to have. It didn't really tip the needle that much for me, personally. That's such a, that's such a hater thing to say. What do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? He scored more points than anyone ever, and you're like, I don't think that has anything to do with the goat conversation. What? I mean, I mean, it does. It's you know, it's something to bring up, but I think the one downside to it is he has played in the fucking league for years, but he also has fucking never averaged like less than like 25 points a fucking season. Like, even say, he's he's like, he going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> He's played for 20 years and there's a three-point line. He was going to get it at some point. He's also been, like, just dominant for fucking 20 years. 
Yeah. No, he's been great. No, I mean, I think he's I think he's great. I think he's the second best basketball player to ever do it. I think that's pretty high play, praise. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I, I see, I think there's I think there's there's still those other factors. You don't agree with one of them. I just want to voice for the audience is I think if anyone's made it this far into the podcast and wants to throw this in the comments, what they think about this is I think that if LeBron has one son or even two sons that make that are successful in the NBA, I think that counts towards his legacy. Or if he goes on to be a successful GM, which fucking Jordan could not be, her owner, you know, like that all matters. Mm, I don't yeah, think no, the legacies are done. I guess if you're talking strictly the best player of all time, still think all of it matters. But I mean, the fucking teams that fucking Jordan. I mean, he they played against good teams, but yeah, no, he played against good teams. It's not like he played in the '60s. No, you know, he he played against good teams. People act like the '90s is. Fucking fifty years ago. What? No, there would. I could say that as somebody born in the nineties. <laughs> you know. No, he played against good teams. He was dominant as fuck. Uh, he just—I mean, they just—he didn't play as long, but that's fine. And when he when he started to fall off, didn't he really fall off or no? Uh, it got pretty. It, it got kind of rough there when he was in Washington. I mean, he was still averaging like 20-something a game, but, you know, when you compare it to the Jordan that was averaging like 35 or more a game, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big fall off, but he he wasn't like a a bum, you know. See, I think LeBron has only gotten better and changed his game. He's 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 also like changed with the league in a way that's been like he's played against he played in a fucking a more fucking rough NBA and then he did the switch to the soft shit that we have today and he's been fucking successful the whole time. He was like the king of the flop for like some years there. And just because that's the way the game is played, you know, it's good he's good in the way that, you know, like Chris Paul is fucking saying some guy has his jersey untucked and fucking getting a technical on him. You know, a real piece of shit thing to be good at. But, like, <laughs> fucking, you know what's really funny? Somebody, I, I saw this shit on the internet the other day. Somebody was like, like, the single funniest thing or the greatest LeBron moment is when who somebody's glasses got fucking knocked off and he just fucking puts them shits on and the camera zooms in on him. Have you seen that yeah. video? That shit's Yeah, so I think funny. I have, yeah. He is funny. Uh, there's a couple of really funny LeBron moments that I like. There's one where he like slowly turns to the camera and does a goofy ass face. You know, there's a couple other ones. There was a, there's a video of him like fucking flipping a water bottle. And then I don't think he got it, but everyone just kind of fucking lost their mind and spilled out onto the floor. Him talk about reading those books that he's definitely not read. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, 
Yeah, no, I like I like LeBron. He's frustrating to watch play sometimes, like with the flopping and uh, here's that one game, like the last season, maybe he he got poked in the eye or something, and then he drained like a long ass three, and he was like, "Oh, I was seeing triple out there." I don't know about all that, you know. Just annoying <laughs> shit, cringy shit. Just like, dude, yeah. stop. Yeah. No, I mean, I like him at everything. He's definitely the the best basketball player I've seen play myself just growing up watching. I wasn't exactly there for the, the Jordan years. Um, and I missed, a, you know, like I didn't – I wasn't super into – well, I was I was also really young, but like when Kobe and Shaq were killing shit, like I was I was too young to really get into all that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably say you know to LeBron, Kobe, and you know probably probably got to throw Steph in there now. Probably the three best basketball then, players I've grown up and watched play. Then Giannis probably maybe you didn't see AI play probably he was pretty fucking good. Uh, later in his career. I was going to say, I saw very little. Yeah, shit, I guess he played for Memphis there for one game or three games or something. Yeah, a handful of games at best. Um, Yeah, yeah, I like him a lot. I like like going back and watching some of his games and some of his highlights. Um, But, yeah, didn't really get to to watch, like, you know, like Prime AI do his thing, like back when he was with Philly, you know. Yeah, I think those are probably the three. And, like, Giannis is obviously, like, uh, if you were looking at somebody who's, like, going to become, like, the next guy to, like, break into, like, the top 20 all-time or something like that, like, probably is going to be Giannis. Um, well, I mean, yeah, probably Giannis. Needs some more rings, though. I she, think he I got robbed on some of them MVPs. You know, I will say that I do think that he deserves some of those MVPs that have gone to like. Well, I mean, Joel just won one, and you know, Jokic got a couple that I think. You know, I think Giannis probably deserved a little more. I mean, like if you fuck, if you could pick somebody in the NBA right now to build your franchise around, like, are you not going to pick Giannis? No, you, you know? could John Morant definitely. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You might have to play without him for <laughs> some some weeks, some months. Who do you pick? It is Giannis, isn't it? Uh, well, I mean, if you wanted to go younger, I guess you would go Luca. Luca, yeah. I don't know though because he still hadn't won shit. That's 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 kind of the thing. It's like he's putting up numbers and he's great and everything like that. Yeah, there's no question, but. He hadn't won anything. You know, Giannis is he's been there. He's he's won it. You know, he's got a ring and I think one or two MVPs. Like he's you know, he's clearly been the best basketball player in the league for some years now. I don't think there's any denying that. Um, Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I never made any <laughs> – I still didn't give any predictions for the playoffs because I, I really don't know. I think Boston is going to win in the East. 
Jimmy Butler's pretty good. He's kind of the best playoff player of all time, though. See, that's the thing. Does Jimmy Butler just ball out of control and, like, carry Miami to the finals? Maybe. He very well could. If he did that, I, I can't really say I'd be surprised. You know, he balls out of control. See, that's the thing. I could see – I feel like I could see any any four of those teams making it to the finals. Although, you know, LeBron being in the conference finals, it's kind of hard for me to see him just taking an L. You know, to Denver. I mean, Denver's a very good team and all that, but – I mean, I he could, but, you know, I, I think – I think teams kind of fucking like what LeBron's beating these teams. They fucking just collapse against him. He, they, he, they get starstruck. I feel like, you know, you just fucking, you don't want to play LeBron. And when you do like, he just, it, it's like LeBron gets better and everybody else gets worse too. I think he, he's just like, he's just really fucking good at the game to the point that like he, I saw some clip like, uh, the Warriors ran some play in fucking like 2016 or 2018, and then they ran it again in 2023 against him, and he like knew what it was. It's like the the guy really is fucking just great at the sport. He picks apart like the best teams out there. Yeah, I mean he's got a, I mean he he's got a very good team too. He hasn't always had as good of a team as he has this year. Like, whenever they added D'Angelo Russell, and, you know, you got Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis has been playing, you know, real well during the playoffs. Like, yeah, I mean, he, he's got a solid team around him. I mean, you know, and now they're playing the Nuggets. It's like if AD clamps down Jokic, what happens to the Nuggets? Like, what, <laughs> you know, like is anybody stepping up to beat? LeBron's Lakers. I don't know. I don't know if AD will clamp down Jokic. He is, I mean, you know, we're talking about some of the best players in the league currently. I mean, Jokic is definitely one of those. They haven't played anybody who really has anybody who can stop him so far. Yeah. He does ball out of control. He does ball out of control. I think uh, the... um, Shit. The Lakers are just – they do have a better team than they've had in a long time. They have – I'll just look at their roster right here. They just got fucking – they got quite a few guys who can just score you like 30 points on any given night. Yeah. Fucking D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, fucking Dennis Schroeder, solid goddamn – what's his name? Rui Hachimura. That motherfucker has been good in the playoffs. Or at least he was some games. I don't know. With the shit that I watched, he was. Jared Vanderbilt's pretty good. Damn, I didn't know Tristan Thompson played for them. They fucking LeBron drug him along. That's good. Good for his career. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I saw somebody post something. They were like, you know, the Lakers and the Heat are in the conference finals. And they were like, that proves that the bubble was legit. And then somebody posted a graphic of the Lakers team, like the Lakers bubble team. 
and, and LeBron and AD are the only players that are still on the team that played during the bubble. It's like those two Shit. and that's it. <laughs> like nobody else from that team is around. <laughs> that's fucking funny. They changed yeah, everything out in a couple of years. They <laughs> Damn, imagine I mean, being AD. You're just like LeBron's friend who you're just like, no, we're not getting rid of you, dude. We will, we will cycle motherfuckers in here. Yeah, it's like we'll get rid of everyone else before we move you to. And they did. And they might win a ring with this team, too. I mean, they look good. Um, and, I mean, I, it's, it is kind of hard for me to see this Lakers team losing. I, I mean, I think Boston is probably the most well-rounded other than L.A. You know, but I don't know. Does Boston, you know, is Boston squad even enough to stop this Lakers team? I really don't know. Let me take a look at these these Boston Celtics right quick. Uh, my shit will load. It won't load. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, I don't know who Boston's got. Jason Tatum, he's fun to watch. He's good. Yep. He's like he plays real smooth. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's very good. He did drop 51 in that game seven. He did. God damn, he's good. You know, so like Jason Tatum will put up numbers. Jalen Brown got, will put up numbers. But they got Malcolm Brogdon. He can, he'll put up some numbers. Yeah. Blake Derek Griffin. White plays for them, who, uh, whose jersey oh, I have. That old spur. Al Horford still getting it done. Yeah, he's still doing it. Marcus Smart, fucking fun guy to watch. Yeah. No. I mean, they Robert, got a they got, they got a good team, but yeah, you know. they got a, they got a team that really looks like they're going to finish good in second place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will uh, they'll play well, and you know they'll put up some sort of a fight. Yeah. No, I think you're probably right. I think it probably is going to be Lakers Celtics, but I just I don't I don't know. It, it's kind of hard for me to see the Celtics winning winning a seven game series. Like they'll they'll win some games, you know. They, they'll of, win two games. But what kind of NBA odds we got? NBA Finals championship. Lakers are a plus three ninety. Yeah, I saw I saw some people saying like you know, the Heat have a three percent chance of, of making it to the finals or winning the finals, I think maybe it was. You know, so people are not real high up on the Heat despite Jimmy Butler balling out of control. That's kinda it though. Like you need you need more than one guy to 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 win the ring, you know. Like, he's not going to carry them to a ring. No. He might carry them to the finals, maybe. But a ring? I don't know. Against LeBron? I don't know. I just have a hard time seeing it. 
shit, I'm fucking excited to watch it. I hadn't watched enough of it. I always say I'm going to watch more of it, but I never fucking... I, it's, it's usually on in the background. I'm looking at the... Yeah. Okay, so they got... Damn Autobio. Fucking... He's solid. Jimmy Butler's all right. Tyler Harrow, all right. Shit. <clears throat> you know, you got that fucking Haslam experience giving you fucking years, just years of experience. <laughs> Kyle Lowry, Victor Oladipo. This would have been like a solid team like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Love plays for them too, you know? Like, yeah, I some years ago. <laughs> would have been a killer team. It was a killer team some years ago, like during the bubble and everything. You know, they played they played really well. That would also be kind of interesting. Like Lakers Celtics would probably be the most fun matchup. But like if LeBron just beat the Heat again, it'd be a real bad. It'd be real disappointing for Heat fans. That's for sure. Get so close to another ring and just, you know, LeBron kills your hopes and dreams again. You gotta, you gotta know that if you're playing in this NBA, that you're playing in like LeBron's generation, and like, you know, he's gonna be you. He is better than you. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I will definitely watch more of these conference finals, and I mean, I'll, I'll be watching the finals and everything like that. I also always say I'm going to watch a little more basketball than I do. and I mean, I watch some regular season. I, I really watch the Grizzlies, you know. And then, like, when the Grizzlies get eliminated in the first round, I don't know. I watched a little bit of the Golden State-Sacramento thing they had going. Uh, that was a pretty fun series, you know. Um, I, wa- I watched some of the, the Philly-Boston series. Um Watched the Lakers and Golden State play some. I thought that was going to be more competitive than it was. You know. But now now that we're in, like, you know, towards the end here, this is really the stuff that casual fans like me are going to dive into, get really into. It's the best time of the year for it. Yeah. There's nothing like playoff basketball. Regular season basketball, it's just hard to keep up because there's so many games, and you have other shit going on, you know? You can't exactly sit around and watch basketball all day, every day. But you can sit down and watch a playoff game or two. Oh, yeah. It's going to be disappointing to just have fucking dumbass baseball playing, although it is getting a little more interesting. But yeah, it's, no, we're, it's about to go into like a we – we, we, we are going to have – this might be a last transition for our last final stretch of this episode is we are going to have fights year round. And that's what makes the UFC the absolute best sport on the fucking or mixed martial arts, the best fucking sport sporting events on the planet. So yeah. fucking what do you think about this past weekend's fights? Yeah. Yeah. We can go a little quicker on these than we usually do just so we can uh, wrap it up here in a little bit. But, uh, I thought the card was very good. I mean, I I said it last week, but there's all these people on the internet talking about how ah, the cards aren't as stacked as they used to be, and they want the UFC to trim down the roster and host less events so they'll be more stacked. I fucking I hate that mindset. 
I really, really do. Because I like I remember when the UFC wasn't having fights every weekend, and I, everyone would always talk about, God, you know, I wish there were some fights on tonight. But now that we have cards every weekend, you got these fans that are like, oh, I wish, I wish we had less fights. That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you want less fights? You want less events, less fights? You know, like I, I just, I don't get it. Like, yeah, the cards aren't as stacked as they used to be because they have more events and they have more fighters. You know, and 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 that's what you want. Like, you want the you want the UFC to grow and to expand and to you know bring on younger talent and you know, like like not every card can be filled with superstars. You just can't have that. You know, I, you really can't. Also, like all your favorite fighters used to fight on the prelims once upon a time. You know, they weren't anything. Now maybe maybe people don't want to watch the prelims and try to figure out who's going to be good and who isn't. But I do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, shit. Why not? <laughs> but I want to do that. <laughs> I don't want the UFC to take it away because you guys, you know, don't want to sit through the free cards. I like the free cards. This card last weekend, you know, everyone was saying, oh, you know, it's not going to be shit. It's a thin card, yada, yada. This card was awesome. There were four finishes in the main card. You know, there's seven total. Lots of the fights that went to decision were good. I mean, you know, I just don't get it. This card was great. What was what was there not to like about this card? They had that weird women's fight in the prelims that ended, you know, because of a knee to the head. But like outside of that fight, and well, I mean, I guess I guess you could criticize Johnny Walker for not finishing Anthony Smith. But if those are your really your only complaints about a card, I don't think that makes that card bad. This card was was very fun to watch. You know, no, it was good. It was pretty good all the way through. You know, yeah, we had Why five first round finishes on this card. You know, we had seven total finishes. Five of them were in the first round. What what was wrong with this card? Other than you know two kind of minor things. You know, it was great. It was great. It was it was very nice. The the one thing I I would change about that card is uh, you know, Gabe Green got got finished. I was just looking at uh, what's his name over here, um, Brian Battle. He's on a he he dropped one to some guy whose name I can't fucking pronounce, but he's beat some people's asses here. Fucking got a pretty solid record. Looks like he's climbing a little bit. Yeah, he no, came after good. Gabe Green. He came after the fucking. Who you know, we're big fans. Yeah, no, love Gabe Green a lot. Well, Gabe Green came after him, you know, just kind of like rushed him in that southpaw stance. And they started trading some blows there on the cage. And that was all she wrote. Uh, I was really looking forward to that fight. I actually, I, I, I DM'd Gabe Green beforehand, you know, told him, you know, good luck, you know, rooting for you, all that kind of stuff. And, you know. Was pretty disappointed to start off my, you know, my UFC event that way. Um, you know, but what can you do? Gabe Grain will bounce back. He's tough. Brian Battle's a, you know, he's a good fighter. He's a tough guy to go up against. Gabe Grain will be just fine. Um, yeah. Did have the weird women's fight in the prelims that ended with that knee to the head. Uh, First time in a while that we've had a fight end with a with a decision like that, a technical decision. 
Um, it sucks too, man. Because uh, Kim was winning the fight, you know, and, and there was the little there was a little push off kick at the end of I think the second round maybe, where she got a point taken, and I you know, that's whatever they took a point for it. I like I would have rather they took a point for the knee than that, you know. Uh, I just I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird situation. Very odd. It sucks that Kim lost. They were saying yeah. before the fight, you know, that uh, she couldn't go to her grandma's funeral because they had booked this fight before. And I think bomb had to pull out because of an injury or something. And, you know, just to, and then for, you know, for Kim to be winning the fight, but then lose it because of those two point deductions, uh, really sucks for her. You know, it is a shame. You shouldn't knee people in the head when they're a grounded opponent, you know, definitely don't do that. But, you know, I, I don't know. Just sucks for her. Really, really sucks for a bad situation all around. Um, Matt Brown looked great. Forty-two year old Matt Brown still out there getting it done. Love that. Been a fan of his for a long time. And uh, yeah, you know when it, when a when a fighter like that's forty-two years old, you never know when their last fight is going to be. Any day now, you know. Fucking yeah. He said, uh, he said he might come back and try to get the knockout title, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, he's tied with Derek Lewis for most knockouts in UFC history, and he wants the, he wants the record. So it looks like we'll, uh, we'll get to see him fight at least one more time. And, I mean, you know, he, he did get a first-round knockout, so, hey, keep it going. Shit. So this weekend we have – Wait, no, you want to continue on those? I've been looking over this card for this weekend, so whenever you get done, uh, I'm going to get a little Yeah, no. Little uh, well, Ian Gary, you know, probably probably mentioned him. He's uh, he's on the up and up. Uh, I doubted him, just like I doubted Conor McGregor early in his rise. Uh, but, yeah, no, Ian Gary got the job done with a knockout in the first round, beating Daniel Rodriguez, who's a you know, very good opponent, everything like that. Um. It'll be interesting. I can't remember. I think he called out someone. Who did he call out? Neil Magny, he called out. Um, I think that would be a really good fight. We don't know what Ian Gary's grappling looks like, really, but um, and, and Neil Magny can grapple. But I, I think they'd be an interesting matchup. And if Ian Gary beats him, then you got to start trying to match Ian Gary up with, like, you know, top ten guys. He says Maybe his grappling is top five. I listened to his fucking post-fight thing, or one of them he did. Uh, he definitely says his grappling's the shit, and that he trains with, you know, he, he trains with Gilbert Burns and somebody else, right? I don't know. But, nah, he fucking, I don't, I'd like to see it. You know, you say you can do it. He's, he's, he's pretty fucking strong looking, you know. He doesn't look like he's no weak bitch, so. No. Maybe it'll be no. fucking good. He's got a good, um, you know, like he's he's kind of a, He's a longer fighter. He's got a long reach. Apparently, he's a black belt in judo. I did not know that. Um, so we might see him throw some people around. That'll be good. Uh, I talked about the Johnny Walker fight already a little bit, but you know, he got the win. Good for him. Uh, Jalton Almeida, also wild dude. Great to have him in the heavyweight division. I saw somebody say... Um, like 
you should throw some combination of these three fighters together next. And it was, uh, it was Cyril Gaon, um, Aspinall and Almeida. It was like, you should match up two of those guys to fight each other. And I, I think, I think that would be great. I just, I, I think you throw any three of those guys or, you know, any two of those three together. I, I think, I think you've got a great fight on your hands. Almeida's legit to go in there and submit Rosenstrike like that in a round. We've known he was legit, but he's been finishing people in the first round his entire UFC career. So, uh, yeah, whoever they want to throw him against, be my guest. It'll be, it'll be fun. Can't wait for Aspinall to come back either. Oh yeah, he's coming back. He's he's got a fight schedule. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? I think actually, now that you say it, I think he does. Who is it though? Is the question. Who is he fighting? Marching Tybura. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, not a bad fight. Not a bad fight for him to come back with. So that'll be cool. I don't know when they're fighting, though. Uh, let me see. Because I like him. I'm also high up on him. I like Almeida and Aspinall both. I think they're both, you know, they have potential to go go far in the division. They're going to fight in July, July 22nd on the England card. So that's that's Shit. fun. Aspinall coming back from an injury, you know, in his home country. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, that's you know, real good. That's dope. Molly McCann's on that card, too. Ah, fucking, she's fucking goofy. But, you know, she should still come on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um yeah, no. We do have fights coming up this weekend. This is one of those cards that people are, you know. I was just like, thinking people. Very stacked. But yeah, there are some not. fucking, there's some gems in here. We got Chase Hooper, young as fuck. He's one of them guys. Okay, so he's 11-3-1. and three and one. Fucking, I, last time I saw him fight, I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing in this fucking thing? But, okay, so he's. He's been in the UFC for some years now. Fucking kind of splits his wins and losses so far. But he's 23. He's just scrawny looking. And every time he fights, he's going to be a little bit fucking bigger. He's worked out more, all that other shit. I'm excited to fucking see what he can do. Who is he fighting? Let me see. Uh, Nick Fiore. Fiore. Fiore, who is fucking uh, lost his last one, but that was his first fight in the UFC. So fucking besides that, he was undefeated. So, you know, you know, you get your first fight in the UFC, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. No, lots of guys dropped that one. Um, uh, yeah, Latifi. it'll be cool to watch him fight again. Well, yeah, Latifi's fighting. Uh, he throws down, doesn't he? Yeah, he's cool. Fucking Derek Lewis, but that's his last fucking loss. Yeah, and I mean, you know. It happens. The Black Beast gets yeah. the best of us. Yeah, Derek Lewis, he, he gets everybody every now and then. Um, uh, he also lost that Anderson motherfucker. What's his name? He just fought. Corey he just Anderson. fought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Core Goofy ass Corey Anderson. Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Latifi's well, on a two fight win streak now, though. That's good. He's, fight, he's fighting this guy, Rodrigo Nassim. Yeah. That dude? Fuck it. He lost. Who did he lose to? Dawkus, Dawkus, whatever fucking Chris Dawkus, whatever fuck his name is. 
besides that though i mean he ain't lost to nobody and that's a decent opponent to lose to how did he lose to that fuck it he did get knocked out in round one pretty quick 45 seconds in but you know it's just the nature of the beast it's tough got uh got michael johnson fighting carlos diego ferreira which is you know great um Ferreira trains here in Texas with, with, you know, some of the, a lot of the other Texas fighters you hear a fight in the same gym. He's, he's legit. His grappling is dope. He has dropped like his last three fights. So he needs, he needs a win. And he's going up against a guy like Michael Johnson, who is not going to be interested in grappling whatsoever. You know, Michael Johnson's going in there to throw down. How does Michael Johnson, he's been in the UFC for fucking a long time. Yeah, he's been in there for a while, yeah. Yeah, he like yeah. He 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 won the the no no no, he didn't win. He lost he beat the Dustin Poirier finale, like way back in the day. I forget I forget which, you know, I get all the like numbers. Ultimate fighter, fucking ten, eleven, whatever. I get them all mixed up. He lost in the finale of the Ultimate Fighter, like back in twenty ten, but he's been in the UFC ever since and he just He's just a dog, man. He throws down. Dude, he's beat some fucking. He's beat some real fucking talent. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, he he uh, he knocked out Dustin Poirier a long time ago. Knocked out fucking when he beat Tony Ferguson. Beat fucking yeah. Edson Barboza. He's got a win over him. Yeah. You know, like he's he's legit. He he's one of those guys. People have said it forever, but like it feels like he can kind of beat anyone on any day. It just it depends on depends on what Michael Johnson you get. You know, um, he's great, man. He had a he had a great fight with Justin Gaethje a few years back. You know, he's 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 always fun to watch. He he does not do boring fights. He always has uh, has a good fight. So, I mean, that'll be a fun one. Um, Joaquin Buckley and Andre Fialo. That's another fun fight that's on that card. Joaquin Buckley looks like he should be killing anybody. Uh, before that one is fucking oh, Maheshate and that other fucking guy. Uh, I just I looked at their records. Uh, both of them could use a fucking win, you know. Oh, yeah. They better fucking duke it out. Fucking. So th- I've noticed shit like that on this card. And usually shit like that's good because you know they have a fucking purpose. Also, I guess I'll say it for the podcast. If, if anybody listens before then, fucking shit starts at six p.m. Central Time. It's going to be at the UFC Apex. Fucking, there's your fucking warning. Is that the main card or the prelims that start? Fucking, I think the prelims. Okay, so it'll be a late card. Yeah, fucking, and that's central time, so probably like, what, like four or five o'clock Vegas time. Fucking. Yeah, that's not bad. This other card started real early, and it, you know, kind of throws your whole day into a loop. Oh, yeah. You're drunk by like 4 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> then you don't know what the fuck to do. Don't know what to do with the rest of your day. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I like that they're starting a little, a little further back. Um, Shabazian and Hernandez in the co-main event. I think that's a fun fight. Um, Edmund was like, you know, when he first came to the UFC, he was on the up and up. He was this young up and comer, and he, you know, he dropped some. He dropped three fights straight. But he's back in the win column, looking for another one. Hernandez is good. He's um, he's on a roll right now. 
Yeah, he, he's on a roll. I think his last loss was to Kevin Holland a few years back. Yeah. He's just been beating people since. I mean, that'll be a great that'll be a great co main event. Uh I mean the main event is is, is pretty good. Um you know, Mackenzie Darn's legit. Her grappling is insane. Uh she's like yeah, she's in the top ten. I don't know exactly where she's at. She's in the number eight, ten. looks like. I don't know where Angela Hill is either. She might she's also still be she's four, 14. Yeah, she put together some wins recently. She fights all the time, though. She's like, that's that's one thing about her. It's like she will fight multiple times in a year. She just fights all the time. And, uh, yeah, she's she's won you know, her last two fights. So that'll be a fun one. They can both grapple, though Angela Hill cannot grapple at the level that Mackenzie Darden can grapple. She's like, she's won a million different gold medals. You know, like her her grappling is intense. Um, so I don't know. I think it'll be a fun one. Mackenzie Dern needs a win too. She dropped one to a Yan Xiaonan, who you know is is big. They're thinking about maybe booking her against Shang Wei Li in China. So I don't know. It's not like yeah, no. It's it, it's not the most stacked card ever, but there are fun fights on there. And see, like, I would rather have a card like this than I would not have a card, you know? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. If you're looking at either a card like this or nothing, I would much rather have this card. I don't know why somebody would prefer to just not have this card exist because it's not as stacked as, you know, they expect, like, a pay-per-view to be. It's a free card. Well, it's on ESPN+, Plus, so I guess not exactly a free card. But, like, well, like everything's free, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you know, <laughs> everything's free if you want it to be. Um, so yeah, no, I'll be watching. Shit, I'm not gonna miss. I'm not gonna miss any fights. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I feel like we've covered all the sports we we have coming up. Uh, you know, got some politics talk in in the the beginning of the podcast. I think we've. I think we've covered just about everything we came here to cover. I don't really have anything else that I think. I, I can't. Uh, I think we're fucking hit every, hit everything we came into. Uh, yeah, no, I think we've hit everything. It's one of our longer episodes. Hour third, hour thirty four. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, I am working on getting some other guests. You know, I know we've been doing these for a while now, but. Uh, you know, election season for like lower, like like down ballot candidates hasn't really heated up all that much yet. So there's not a whole lot of candidates to reach out to. And uh, outside of this past weekend, I've reached out to like every single UFC fighter that's won a fight this year. So hopefully, you know, there'll be some good stuff in the uh, in the inbox coming soon. But uh, if not. We will always find something to talk about. We will keep bringing you great episodes of the Below the Surface podcast. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, you know, follow at Bonfire Brief Pod everywhere: Twitter, Instagram. It's pretty much it. It's all the social media I do. I don't do Facebook. That's it. You can find the podcast everywhere, every platform there is. Pretty much, it's on there, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.